Now greetings to the world. Vice of the one big gangzilla alongside Skrillex. Same for no. Up the place, turn up the place and make them all have fun. How we have blazed the fire, make it fun them. We must up the place, turn up the place and make some fun. Why run? And we will end your week just like a Sunday. We must up the place, turn up the place and make them. Uh, hey, welcome back, Gameaholics. We are on our fourth episode. Uh, this week, we are going to be touching on the Far Cry series, uh, one of Colin's favorite series. The reason that we're jumping into this today is the excitement behind Far Cry 6. Colin, you've seen you've seen the trailers, I'm guessing. Oh yeah, it has the the one of the bad guys from Breaking Bad, uh, Gus. Gus, Gus from Breaking Bad, yeah, yeah. Which I mean, like, I'm trying to see what his like. I don't even. Oh, Giancarlo Esposito. Yeah, yeah, and he has his son that he's like showing how to like become a dictator, basically. Yeah, so trailer, it looks anyways. Like- it looks like it's going to be set in like Cuba or something like that. Yeah, yeah, uh, Southern America. I think it might be Cuba. I think you might be right. We could, we, I could just, double check, but you, you continue talking. I'll look. Yeah, no, I. Uh, so I, we're both super, super excited about this. Uh, the Far Cry series has always been uh, a game that I will. Ever since I played three, I'll always get the Far Cry games pretty much at launch because I think that they are like just an incredible playthrough and normally very visually appealing and. The the best thing about the Far Cry games, I think, and I'm sure we'll we'll touch on this going through kind of each of the games, is the amount of work and creativity and character they put behind the villains. Hmm. Mm-hmm. Okay. So sorry. Before we go into it, yeah. Did you say Cuba? Cuba. Yes, it's in Cuba. That's what I thought. Yeah. It's like yeah. it's like a it's like some sort of like war going on in Cuba or something like that. Yeah. It's a, he's a fascist uh, dictator. Which is super interesting because, like, I feel like that's the first game that's set, like, not in, like, uh, again, my geography might be so wrong, but, like, that's not set in, like, a super foresty area. Um, Cuba does have a forest. I don't know if it'll play into it. I just feel like, yeah, like, yeah. It definitely looks like more like the town, like you said, like, like, it looks more like how you kind of describe how it wouldn't be foresty, but I'm sure there might be a part where you have to go into the forest or wildlife in that regard but we'll see and then we know we'll have a uh, cameo by our good friend herc <laughs> oh yeah he'll he'll pop up somewhere <laughs> that dumb idiot hey <laughs> oh i love him though oh god he is don't get me wrong he is the absolute he's he's great he's the mvp of all of that shit but um before i think so uh we are gonna focus primarily on Far Cry's 3, 4, 5, and New Dawn in this podcast. Uh, I never played 1 or 2. Colin, I think you had some things to kind of chat about too before we jump into sort of the the main topics here. Yeah, so before we jump in, let's just say right now, if you look up the Far Cry series and say, oh, what about Far Cry 1, 2, and uh, Far Cry Primal? We're not going to touch on those hot trash of the games. So just don't worry about it. Um just from playing, I never played one. I looked at reviews. It's an old game, and then it was like I think it was third person, if I correct, if I'm correct. So uh, yeah, we're not gonna look at that. And then with two, it's basically like a sandbox ver- version of like what three and four and five were, where you could see like it was starting to come together, like what they were trying to do. But again, it came out in like 2008. It wasn't, I wasn't great. It wasn't great for the standards that you know three four and five ended up being but 
So yeah, I wouldn't worry about two if you're thinking like, why are they talking on two? Um, I played 10 minutes of the game and I hated it. So that sums that up after how much I love three, four and five. I just, I couldn't imagine how bad two was when I wanted to play it. Cause it was free on Xbox. I'm like, I'll give it a go. I mean, it's like, it's Far Cry. Um, I also bought Far Cry P- Primal and we're not going to touch on that either because it has nothing to do with three, four, five or New Dawn, but also it's garbage because it's literally just caveman Far Cry. <laughs> so it's really stupid, but I remember I, I saw was that. I, I remember I was in like, Re- not recently like this was probably like four years ago but like i was in like a walmart or something and i was walking by like the i was walking by the electronic section and there was just like you know like the value discount like garbage games like all those games you've really never heard of before mm-hmm. and i remember seeing far cry primal sitting on the top and i was just like i like three but then i was just like i think this is i don't really want to go around with like a spear hunting like mammoths like that doesn't really fire me up I'll I mean, be honest. Clearly, if it's was, a value bin, yeah, it was not. The value bin just shows how bad it was. But um, I'll be <laughs> honest. I bought it. I bought it on launch, and uh, I was heavily disappointed. <laughs> it took me. It when I say like I consider it a binge game, like Far Cry Three, I beat it in four days. Like I just crushed it for four straight days. I got it on Christmas in 2012, and I just went hard on it. Um, uh, Far Cry Four when it came out in 2014, same thing. Four days, five days on it, like hard. And then I was gifted with this amazing gift a year after four came. I'm like, a new Far Cry game, Far Cry Primal. And I was in first year (laughs) college and it came out in February, which is the weirdest release. Like, you know, right when it came out in February, when it was like February, 2016 and uh, less than two years since the second, uh, since four four came out at, uh, I think it was four came out. uh, No, 2015. Sorry. It was like, it was like a year apart. If that, and I was like, um, I'm excited for this, but that's also kind of weird. And then you play the game, and you're like, oh, this is why it came out a year like later. Like, <laughs> it not only takes two years to make these games, and I can understand why it came out in a year. There's like no dialogue. It just your guy that's like, ooh, ooh, and like you have the subtitles on to understand anything. No, are you serious? It's really bad. No, I'm serious. And then um it was cool for like certain aspects of like the the mechanics for like fighting like um the the mammoths and like the saber two tigers and all that stuff and like the legendary stuff but uh i remember playing it in february granted it was my first year of college so i was kind of out partying most of the time but yeah when i when i bought it i'm like i'm so dialed like don't come like to all my friends on the floor i'm like don't come like near me don't even knock on my fucking door because i will be playing this game 24 7 for the next like five days and i played it for the first night and i was like yep never gonna touch this again and I think I didn't touch it for like a solid month or two. Like I, I honestly didn't finish it until probably the end of uh, summer that year. But and like yeah, um, and it's like if you're gonna it, do something primal, go in the way of like go in the way of like Horizon Zero Dawn, which I know is a PlayStation exclusive. But like it's like the robotic like saber tooth tigers and dinosaurs and stuff like that. Like it's like a yeah. post-apocalyptic world with that. Like that's so cool. But like I just think going back and hearing these guys like grunting and that's like your subtitles. Like come on. Dude, and the funniest part was, I know we shouldn't be talking about this game, but I mean, let's just, I'll just run, run its course real quick. Um, I remember playing it, like like I said, like six months after I got it. And I'm like, so I was like, I just got to play this game and just beat it. Like it's a Far Cry, Far Cry game. I'm like, I'll make myself like it. I'll make myself. And I, I ended up kind of enjoying it. I just, I wouldn't categorize it as a Far Cry game. It was more just like, they same, like Ubisoft made a game called it Far Cry. And just kind of like you felt with Infinite, where it's like, this game has similar aspects but it just has nothing to do with the actual like game i fell in love with so absolutely i remember 
you kill like a certain boss at the end of the game and i killed him and then the game just ended and i was like that's it i had nothing i didn't know it was the end of the game i was like i walked around like what do i do now i'm like then i real i looked online i'm like that was it. And like Disney, there's no like conclusion, no like uh, climax or anything. It's just like you killed this person, congrats. And I was like, what the fuck did I just play? Why did I spend seventy, uh, eighty dollars on this game? Oh, and you bought a full price. Devastating. Oh yeah, I have I have a disc too. I have the disc version. It's in my. I can, I'm looking at it right now. I could spit on that game. That's how bad it is. <laughs> just garbage. Just but snap it on on freaking audio. Hey. <laughs> I, yeah, honestly, I I did like um. They did have a futuristic Far Cry though. They had that DLC for Far Cry Three. Uh, Blood Dragon. Um, Blood Dragon. That was sick. But yeah, let's. Uh, without further ado, if you want to just, we can we can start Far Cry Three and just forget about the games we just talked about for the last like five minutes. Yeah. So one of the things uh, for anybody that's never really played it but is listening to us anyways, uh, Far Cry has this really unique um, system where even though it's like Far Cry, you know, three, four, five, and six, they're they're not related. The games are about completely different people in completely different parts of the world. Um, and normally it ends up being, you know, an unlucky, I think in number three, it's an unlucky tourist. In number four, it's a guy trying to spread his father's ashes. In number five, it's a deputy sheriff. And they just get into these like awful situations without really asking for it. So it's almost like, you know, your, your average Joe ends up becoming a hero. Uh, and you're playing as this average Joe who who ha- who you know has this complex, not complex, but they they just are trying to fight evil by themselves in hopes of surviving. So it's like the fight or flight method. Uh, so each of the games is completely um, different from each other. There's no carryover really between any of the games except for this random character named Herc, uh, mm-hmm. who appears in pretty much every single game, but they don't even really confirm that it's the same guy but i mean obviously it is but he's sort of just like a cameo character at this point uh so i guess we'll chat about number three first and i I think going into you know depths about like i said earlier the villains in these games the the prime villain that they focus on in the games the creativity and character behind these villains is incredible so colin i know three is probably one of your favorite games ever so why don't you start us off yeah so for number three basically the plot is like how you said, like they were on, they were a group of tourists, like on vacation celebrating. Um, so the main character's name is Jason Brody and his younger brother Riley is getting his pilot license. So they go to Bangkok for a vacation to like celebrate it. A uh, group of friends, Jason Brody's like uh, girlfriend, I think two of his college buddies. And like, I think there was a total of five people in the group. Uh, and basically they take a sky diving trip that goes horribly wrong and they land on a pirate infested island and are taken prisoner by a pirate lord named Voss. So Voss idea is basically to to use them to extort ransom money from their parents, but then not even give them away and then try and sell them for slavery. So with the help of like his older brother, Grant, they grant like Grant breaks Jason out of captivity, but during the process, Grant gets killed by Voss. As they were about to leave, he's like freaking out and he's trying to like tell Jason what to do and all this stuff. Jason's freaking out because he's, he's kind of a little bitch boy at the beginning and he comes into like a savage and like he ends Again, up that's, kind of, yeah. Again, but by the end of the game, he's kind of insane. But um, that's sort of the whole point of these games, though, right? It's these average like pussies who get yeah. thrown into these awful situations and you see them turn into like savages, right? Yeah. Oh, yeah. 
that's why I love it. But so I remember playing this and I was just like so like mesmerized. I'm like, this game's unreal. But like it's just like right away, like it just pulls you right into the story because like you're sitting there with your brother. Imagine like you're with your brother and he's like telling you, he's like, okay, Jason, like just do this stuff. And then all of a sudden just boom, a gunshot comes out of nowhere and he just blows and blood goes on the screen, man, like in your face. Like just imagine blood, just your brother's blood just squirting on your face. And he turns and he sees Voss like standing over top of this like tower, kind of like aiming the gun at them so jason just books it down this fucking like pathway and like through into the forest and then gets ends up getting um rescued by a man named dennis who is part of the the rakaya i think that's how i say it. i forget how they used to say it i haven't played the game in like eight years but um he's an isle of native and who was due he he suffered due to the activities of these pirates so dennis recognizes jason as potential as a warrior and gives him the the tattoo the tattoos of the rakayak uh warriors and uh rakyat warriors that's that's probably rakyat yeah so jason then helps the rakyats in a number of missions and ends up finding one of his friends uh daisy the house of dr earnhardt impressed with jason's proudness the rakyat allows him to be the second outsider to enter their sacred temple so he goes in the temple and he meets their leader uh citra citra um basically tries to make him become a person by like to make him do tasks and all that stuff you do with games and games where it's like, Hey, you do something for me. I'll do something for you, you know, type of thing. So yeah. Jason finds and returns this knife and brings it back to, it's a relic of the rock yet and uh, shows that he is, you know, he's capable of being part of their, their tribe. So um, fun little teaser before we move forward, you've learned throughout the game that Citra is actually the sister of um, Voss. So you like, basically you're end up working for Citra and trying to like, uh, bring revolution to the island itself and getting rid of the pirates that Voss is like controlling. Um, but throughout the whole thing, Jason's just trying to like save his friends, like Keith Oliver, uh, his girlfriend Liz, Liza, um, who's pretty hot in the game. Got to say that. I don't know if I remember you remember that Luke, but she was hot. <laughs> but anyways, I think I was in love with her. I was like, that was a big crush for me, like fifteen year old, fourteen year old me or whatever. So, um. Yeah, so basically you go through all this like trials and errors, like trying to like um, do like the th cool thing about these Far Cry games is like there's always um, bases and camps that like are run by like the bad characters in the games. So like if as you um, liberate these camps, um, that chunk of the island kind of like turns back into like like basically like friendly or like you're you're basically you're part of the island. So it like slowly you can it's cool watching the map as you like get rid of these camps and it keeps pushing back like the enemy full soldiers and eventually like it's like pure even though like like citra wasn't the greatest character either but she like it was pure and like how you were trying to like uh liberate everything so it was cool in that sense um you end up meeting a cia agent who also comes into like multiple games uh willis huntley um and he he has a few run-ins with Voss. tries to discover that he's employed by holt volker a, a slave trader oh, that yeah, the drug dealer, dealer yeah slave trader guy yeah yeah right, yeah right. so so you end up killing Voss at some point and Voss is like that was a pretty cool like trippy battle but eventually you kill him he like reveals stuff too and he's a really empowering character in my opinion like Voss, uh, yeah Voss might be my favorite like villain in the series just because he he has some really good liners like how he talks about insanity and that's the the so, mentality of doing things over and over and over again with the same result and like like I that am, line uh, yeah. is so empowering to me so i'm i'm I so really happy you brought that up uh that's that is like so so the term insanity like you know insanity is doing the same thing over and over again expecting a different result that's a that that itself is a super famous uh quote 
I don't mm-hmm. know who originally said that, but you're right. Like there's this point when you, when Voss finally has Jason kind of caught and he does this monologue uh, about the definition of insanity, which I, again, Colin, you had just brought up and his monologue, like this like psychopath, insane person, like saying this monologue is one of honestly, one of the best things in video games. And it's, that's mm-hmm. a monologue that I, I, I still remember to this day, even though I haven't played the game since it first came out. So for anybody that hasn't watched it, I, I recommend just Googling definition of insanity far cry three and like just watching this Voss monologue because like you said Colin, this is probably one of the most empowering and just like i don't know one of the best monologues i've heard in 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 any game really because it's stuck with me for years and years and years and he just it yeah i love it i absolutely love it so just yeah youtube it It unreal um so but the cool thing about far cry 3 was like after you go through the trials with Voss and you kill Voss. Um, the game isn't over. There's like it's like a good like another like tw- it feels like another twenty hours. I don't know if that's true, but it's yeah, like, I would say I would like, say the yeah yeah the Voss. The, I was gonna say the Voss chapter. I think is probably two thirds of the game. Mm-hmm. I like and then the and you but when you kill him, you're like oh sweet like I killed I killed the villain like I killed him. It's it's over and then it's like nope no it's not. Yeah, and you save your friends at this point. So all your friends are like, kind of like, "Come on, Jason, let's look, let's get the fuck out of here." And he's like, "No, I'm not done yet. Like, I'm I'm not leaving." Like, <laughs> so kind of going like kind of nuts because like Citra like like drugged him and like kind of made him like feel like he has to be part of the uh, Rakyak for life, and like she like bangs him while he's like in like basically like drugs. So it's kind of like it, it's rapey, but like also like kind of not rapey because I feel like your guy's kind of into it, and that's when he kind of like, "No, I'm not leaving. Like this is like where I belong," and all this stuff to like his family and um friends and his girlfriend and stuff like that and he's they're like okay you're kind of nuts we're gonna stay a little longer so they stay at like the doctor's house at the top of the mountain for a while mm-hmm. while you go another island who you get help from huntley to go there he like throws you on that's when you get like the cool like um, flying squirrel like like wingsuit thing and you go into their that the next island over to go basically kill holt who um she wants you to kill. She, she, like he wakes up to sit her in the the temple, and she promised that he will kill Holt for, Colt for her. Basically, I don't know why she wants him dead. I forget why. Um, but they go to the other island, uh, and after like a bunch of shit happens, like same type of thing. Like you kind of liberate the island slowly. Like the same thing you did with the first island with Voss is like armies. You get rid of Holt's island this time. Um, and the ending ending of this one's kind of sick too because. Jason's so like messed up at this point. Like he gets into, he discovers that his younger brother, brother Riley's alive and was actually held cat prisoner by Holt. So like, there's a whole point of like going to the Island instead of just saying like, Oh, what am I doing? Just like helping this, like the bidding of this girl. Like, no, it's like, you actually find out you're like your younger, younger brother's still alive. He's just on this Island. So, um, the point of this, this part of the game is basically getting Riley out of uh, Holt's, um, prison and you end up working your way into Holt's confidence. Cause apparently you work for him. It's like a big, like, backstab but um, basically you you end up in a poker night and um you're invited with sam who you meet on the island who's kind of like your wingman at this point and after making it a plan to kill holt sam and jason sit down at the poker game but holt stabs sam in the throat and kills him in front of you holt knew that you were gonna be traitor like betray him basically and then um jason gets one of his fingers cut off by holt the two have a knife fight in like the the poker room and then obviously if you win which you're supposed to you move on from there so you rescue riley 
Uh, he, you receive a call from Liz, your girlfriend, but the signal's cut before she can say anything. Just Jason rescues Riley and the two escape from the helicopter. They fly to Dr. Earnhardt's house, but, but find it burning. The doctor's dying on the ground. His last words, he tells them that the house was attacked by the uh, Rakyat and that they have their friends. So Jason and Riley arrive at the Rakyat temple where Jason asks Citra why his friends are captured. They're all hung up, hung up on like, like basically from their arms. So like they're like hanging from like this like temple area. And this is when you have like a really good make the last like final decision. So this is a good ending or a bad ending type of situation where um, Citra basically just says like sprays sleeping powder in like Jason's face. He comes unconscious. And when he arrives, Riley is also captured. And also, and Citra basically just like confesses her love for Jason. And Jason's believing that the powerful warrior Rakyak legend that he will free him and all this bullshit. Like basically just trying to like get his seed to like have a kid. Um, so then you kind of decide walking this fiery path with the dragon knife and have and then you have the knife against lizzie's neck and you decide if you want to like slit her throat or like <laughs> or like save them like cut her like loose and uh at this point this is where like you decide where the game's gonna go so if you, if you slit her throat obviously you stay with the rakyaks and you just kill your friends and um the other one is you save your friends and basically say like no fuck you citra like i don't want to be with you i want to leave my friends this whole point was me to save my, my my family and friends and uh if you go that route and you save them uh dennis the guy from the beginning that got you in this this whole like mess like basically is like like in front of her and you tell her this that you hate her guts and then she he's all pissed off so he grabs the knife and tries to stab you and you move over the way and he just stabs citra in the chest and she like dies which is a sick ending so that's what ending i picked but i have because like obviously the the whole point of the game for me was to save your friends yeah, and I don't, i'm going on a tangent and like just saying like ranting but like that was the whole point of the game for me so i chose to spare my friends and like save them plus uh when you have the knife against your girlfriend's throat she looks really hot and i'm like eh, i can't slit her <laughs> that'd be really fucked up but i watched the other ending and like when you slit the throat it's graphic dude like it's nuts i don't know if you did that ending but i don't wild. think i definitely don't think i did because i hated citra i was just like no yeah, like she sucked she was bald I think that's why you probably hated her. I get it. <laughs> yeah, I hated her. <laughs> Holy but, shit. Um, she, um, she wasn't very, I don't know. I, I don't know. She was a weird character. I didn't like her, like, you, like, not because she was bald, but I mean, like, just like, she wasn't, like, she wasn't hot, as hot as your girlfriend. So it was like, eh, I'm not going to go that route. But, um, but like, but when you slit her throat, like, blood starts pouring down her, like, neck. She, like, starts choking on her words, trying to, like, say your name, like, help me. And, like, she dies. And then you watch, like, your other friends get slaughtered by a bunch of other guys that are, like, um, standing by, like, guards. And it's, like, really insane. And then when you do that, Citra's, like, so, uh, like, like, joyful and, like, happy that she's, like, come, like, let's have sex. So, like, you go and bang her on, like, this, like, you go and bang her on this rock, which is really weird. And while you're banging her, she like she's like, "Yes, I have your seed in me." And like you come in her, I guess. And then does um, she kill you? Yeah, she kills you. She like yeah, stabs her yeah, in yeah, the yeah, chest yeah. and says like, "There can only be like the future one, and I can't you let you like rule. Like I'm the only ruler, basically. And like basically, your son will yeah, be super like, your dark will, ending. Your kid will be like the next like great Rakyak like leader, but like you can't be around for that or something. Like it's kind of on those along those lines. So, um." I'm yeah, glad exactly. Citra dies. She sucks. And sort of, and actually if, and this is why I like the game so much was when you realize this whole like scenario and you kill Citra um, and, or you find out what her like attentions were basically the whole time. You're like, damn, like, was she the bad one or was Voss, you know? And I, I think honestly, Voss wasn't the bad one. He just, the way he just ran the island was just like too like yeah. aggressive, which I understood. But like, 
but he even says on his dot deathbed like he's like it's funny that you like agree with her or something stupid along those lines i forget what he said but like basically saying like she's actually the bad one type of thing and you're like kind of like puzzled for a second you're like what is what is he talking about and then yeah, you realize like, yeah you're like, you're like oh fuck it's like because she's actually a piece of shit but it was a good game i it, like for me like at the time when the game came out it was probably my favorite game of all time like i was like so like like in love with it i was like oh this is 10 out of 10 for me but yeah i love it was it. totally it was awesome. yeah it was it was totally a great game one of the missions from that game that absolutely stuck out to me um and i think it was also because of the music was uh there's there's a certain mission where basically you're trying to piss off this drug lord uh and you go burn down his weed farm mm-hmm. uh mm-hmm. and like as soon as you start the mission like the skrillex and damian marley song like make it bundem or whatever oh yeah so good on. i'll make that i'll make that our uh, intro music today oh so, yeah 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 absolutely yeah. uh and basically you're just going around with this flamethrower with this like damian marley skrillex remix pumping and you're just burning all of these like like pot farms down and it's like it is so awesome. Like probably my favorite mission in that entire game, just because the music was just incredible. Yeah. Yeah. No, I love that. That mission the mission was so sick that it was just like things like that, like little things like that in the game. that I'm like, wow, this game just has like everything, you know, it was cool. Yeah. I really enjoyed it. So having and your then, friends was cool. Yeah. And like even cooler that like, like there are certain parts, like certain at the beginning of the game, like certain missions, you'd finish a mission, you'd be so close to getting a friend. Like like Liza, I think a few times you were so close to get it, catching her and like saving her, she would like get pulled away the last second, and Voss would just come up and be like, no, 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 sorry, and like basically go on one of his like laughing like a lunatic, so like yeah, it was so good, like so good. And then, uh, so I mean, that's I think I don't know, is that everything you kind of got for number three? Yeah, or- yeah, I think that's that that basically sums up three. It so was good I was gonna. So before going into four, I was gonna say um, for number four, I had really high hopes. Um, when they did the launch trailer, and you see Peg and Min, who is the villain in this mm-hmm. uh, fourth game, and he's like an Asian guy with br- like bleach blonde hair and like in a hot pink suit, mm-hmm. and I was like, this guy's gonna be badass. But I was super disappointed in number four. Yeah, I think for me it was by far the worst one. Really, out of the three, at least. Oh yeah, I mean, out of, yeah, That's for fair. sure. That's fair. I'll let, I'll let that one. Yeah, for sure. No, I understand that. I also, I also think um, that the three kind of four kind of felt like it was it relied very heavily on three. So, for example, I remember one of the things I was the most disappointed about is I was just talking about how great that like weed burning scene or and mission was in number three there's a weed burning mission in number four it's it's almost a carbon copy of what you do in number three but it doesn't have a sweet soundtrack i don't remember that mission to be honest oh yeah absolutely i just remember sitting there being like what they just did this in three and three at least they had like that skrillex song bumping so you're getting in the mood but in this one it's just sort of nothing Mm -hmm hmm okay but um so as as we had said um four completely different story completely different characters than three so i'm just gonna kind of riff this one colin so tell me if i'm incorrect but it's about uh, a guy who travels to asia uh to spread his mother's ashes mm-hmm. yeah aj uh gail returns home from his home country of kayak where his mother's from to carry out his like her final wish of spreading her ashes on uh Lik- Lik- Lishkamana. 
I think and, it was like, like the mountain. And I was going to say, as we've learned in Far Cry 3, these ordinary people get trapped in extraordinary circumstances. So mm-hmm. basically this, this guy who just has come to this island to spread his mother's ashes, which is her dying wish, ends up getting into a pissing match with this pagan min millionaire whatever yeah his uh pay uh pagan min is basically the country's like violent king dictator again type of ordeal uh he has a royal army because he's royalty and he's the one he's basically the beginning of the game you're basically on on a bus and the bus gets like high like attacked by the army and then he comes off this helicopter and he's like oh i'm so sorry like i didn't mean for us to meet like this and you're like what the fuck and then he kills like someone in front of you too and he gets all pissed off and like kills them does he like, like just he's... mow down the whole bus like is no, it no, just no. There's, like two... yeah there's like two or three people in the bus it's not a big deal um it's more when you follow the bus and like they're like they're over top of them and like the one of the guards is about to kill you or something like that and he loses his mind and like just blows the guy's brains out in front of you and then he's like yeah like i'm so sorry i didn't mean to like i didn't mean to like for us to meet like this and then he like puts a bag over your head then when the game resumes you're in his big um established like uh like like house i guess i don't know it's a kind of like a palace but it doesn't really feel like a palace but it's like a house of a thing and he takes so the, that's he takes yeah. yeah he takes the bag off his head and reveals like he's like has your mother's ashes and he's like putting his finger in it and, like licking them and stuff it's really weird he's like yeah like i used to me and your mother go way back. We used to like bang, basically, just basically telling you how you how you like. Congrats on the sex, dude! Like you bang my mom, cool. And uh, but he also feels like super young. Like he doesn't look like he's an old guy. Um, he is forty eight in the game. Oh wow! So then, yes, he is older. Uh, the the thing I was gonna say about that, which again, um, talking about trophies. Uh, I don't know if you, I know you, I don't know if you played this game multiple times, but did you know there's that scene where basically he leaves for a second. And like the, the point of the game is you need to escape from his um, his like house while he's gone. But if yep. you just wait, if you just wait there, um, he'll come back after a few minutes and he'll be like, oh, you are still here. And then the game will end and it'll roll the credits. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. No, I, I did it before. It's so funny. So funny. It, it, it's funnier because um, for how shitty um, he is like he's actually kind of a sick character he just i wish there was more of him in the game which there wasn't that's probably why i was so like frowned upon in certain aspects because i think troy, killing again, troy break troy baker is such a good voice actor he is paging ming oh i did not know that that is yeah very, very he, did, he crushes it like the character yeah. it's just like it's just not like a big he's not a big role in the game but i mean even i think even killing the guy was super disappointing no like I I, if I remember him. correctly, killing Pagan Ming at the end, you didn't kill him. No. Oh, see, I blew up his helicopter when he leaves you. Yeah. And it was so disappointing because his helicopter blows up and it crashes, and like all it is is you just see his body on the ground. That's it. Yeah, no, I didn't Maybe kill him because I. I mean, you can I just like uh, the way the game kind of plays out is like he's he's actually your dad, so. Um, he it's just super he actually, disappointing, man. I, I know. know, and like it's like a cool plot twist, but also kind of like, oh, I kind of felt like this was where it was gonna go because he was talking about how he banged your mom at the beginning, and then like, um, throughout the game, like 
throughout the game you get okay so basically when you escape like his house he's you're told by this guy from the aid of sabel and sabel basically tells you he's the commander of the golden path so you're basically working for the golden path kind of like how in number three you work for uh the the rykak or rakat or whatever i forget what i said but i mean um, <laughs> however you say it there's too many yeah so you're basically working for the golden path and like here rebel movement established by aj's father mohan gala which is not true uh it's a lie to get aj basically to work for them um so again you, you always again see what i mean where I, I see such similar things where basically he's like the, the main character is being lied to by this like quote-unquote yep. resistance group yep no i 100 percent agree it was um even like there's this these things in the game where like you you in number three you'd climb up a watchtower and like hijack it for the radios it's same thing in, in number four radio towers so it's funny we'll we'll get to it in number five but uh it's basically like you said a carbon copy of three which i mean was okay for me because i liked three so much i was such a fan of three i was like i don't care like i i i, I could look through the, the 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 shit and be like oh it smells like roses to me because it's just the same game but a different story i like it um I wouldn't give it a like a ten in my head like how I gave three, but it's definitely like I'd still give it like a like a like a seven or eight. Like I I still enjoyed it enough. So you're basically you basically are in this golden path, and then you find out Sibal has a a sister or whatever, and she's I don't know she's Narja, uh, Narja and she basically is like on the other side of it. So you have to choose which side you want to work for, and I pick Narja because I'm trying to bang her. I think you do end up having. Or like sexual uh, relations with her, so I mean, I picked the right side in my opinion. But um, so it's basically like really dumb. Like, there's a bunch of like stuff, kind of like three, um, where it's like mm -hmm. a bunch of small missions. I think this is the first game you see Herc. No, three DLC you have you see Herc, but Herc is actually in the game of four. Like, you actually do a mission for him, so that was kind of cool. But uh, there is some cool things. Like, there was like the prostitution rings. Uh, where you find out about Pajin's cruelty and after he kidnapped his family and all this stuff. Min's adopted sister, trusted general, who is obsessed, obsessed with the undercovering the secrets of the mystical realm of uh, Shangri-La. So, like, there's really cool, like, uh, things going on in the world of um, Kai Kairak, but, or Kaira? Kaira. Yeah, Kaira. So, I think the idea itself was cool. There are certain games, like, the I, like, enjoy, I enjoy the side missions, all that stuff. Uh, but the thing with Pajin, like you said, like he wasn't really in the game. So when I, when you kill him, it's not over. It's, it's very underwhelming because he'll just, you'll do a mission and like destroy something. He's like, and he'll call you. He won't like show up. He just calls you and he's like, Hey, like AJ, like, and he's not thanks mad either. He's yeah, like, he's like, yeah, thanks like, for that. Thanks so much. Like, cool, man. I appreciate what you're doing. Like keep doing it. And like, he's supportive, but that's why it makes sense at the end of the game. Cause he's like, I'm actually your dad. Like. I was actually going to like tell you, but you ran out of like in a hurry at the beginning of the game. He's like, I'm actually giving you like this land like, or whatever. I think I'm pretty sure he gifts you the land at the end of the game. If I remember. Okay. So I'll, I'll read the ending. I just Googled it real quick. He pageant offers AJ a final decision to shoot him now or listen to him. You shot him obviously, but yeah, I, no, no, I didn't shoot him. I listened to him and then I blew up oh, his helicopter okay. when he was okay. flying away. Okay, so you just so decided to, you, like, you, yeah, just I, you just chose violence both ways. <laughs> <laughs> I wanted to hear what he said, but then I also wanted to just kill the fucker. Yeah. So here, I'll just like I'll, for people that don't know, the game immediately ends if you shoot him. So it rolls credits. 
If AJ insists that choose to listen, Pagan reveals that Mohan sent uh, Ishwari to spy on Pagan in the early days of the Golden Path, but then they fell in love and had a daughter together. And that uh, was Ishwari was his it was this main character's mother. Yeah, and Just- and together and and uh, Lishkamana is actually AJ's half sister, which he thought was the whole reason was him to like um, pour the pour the the ashes on Lishmana. But anyways, she's actually his half sister. Mohan killed Lishmana for uh, Ishwala's betrayal, and Ishwala killed him in turn before leaving the country with the infant AJ. So Pajin shows AJ the, the shrine containing Lishmana's ashes. You get to place the ashes, um, uh, Ishwala's ashes on, on the inside, and then Pajin then borges the helicopter and departs peacefully, leaving the country in AJ's hands. So basically, that's what I'm saying. Like, he gifts you the land. He's like, yeah, so actually, like, you're, like, my kind of my son, so you can have this. I don't want to be here anymore. And, like, and as, that, and as that helicopter is taking off, that's when I... <laughs> yeah, and this is funny. The player, the player can choose to shoot down Pajin's helicopter as it flies away, killing Pajin in the process. I did not kill him. Um, I just left, the, I, and it became my land, I guess, so... Um, I did that, it, and I was so I disappointed. Like it just wasn't good. Yeah, it's but, funny though that you brought the Easter egg. How like you can just sit there, and then it triggers, and then he invites you to basically go shoot some guns, some goddamn guns, is what the quote is. Um, yeah, it's it's so sweet that you could just like basically beat technically beat the game in a matter of twenty minutes. Thanks you, thanks for for being a gentleman too, which is yeah. So see, I love it. I love it. You always want He's gentleman. Gonna- that's why I like him. I think he was a cool character. That's why I didn't kill him. I enjoyed him when he was in the game. It just he wasn't in the game enough, and I wish that's where they fell off. Was they didn't bring him in. They didn't, uh, um, in like I don't know. They didn't interpret him like an actual like bad guy. Like he was just like, oh, like hey, AJ, keep doing your thing. That's why at the end of the game, like I'm not gonna kill you. I have no, um, I have no desire to kill you. I just my whole point of my game was just trying to like, you know, uh, spread the ashes. So. They do have a cool DLC in this game, though. I don't know if you played it. Um, what was it? They, it's like you're in a snow world, and you have to kill abominable, uh, like basically like uh, abominable stuff. Yeah, it's crazy, and they're huge, and they fuck you up. It's so sick. They like. I feel like I would have played it, but I don't remember. It's wild. It's a wild DLC. I actually enjoyed it a lot. And then at the end of the game, once you beat it, you become a yeti, and that's how AJ dies. You become a yeti. It's fucking weird. (laughs) It's so weird, but I, I liked it. So yeah, like I agree. So f- if you want to move transition to five, because I know you've liked five a lot, but be, I'll bring up one point before you go into five yourself. Yeah, absolutely. So so how three and four was a carbon copy, basically, or four was a carbon copy of three. Uh, the whole <laughs> radio tower thing is like a made a made a like basically made as a joke at the beginning of the five because at the beginning of five you meet this like basically this guy that lives in like the cellar and he's like can you go like turn this radio tower on for me and everyone's probably like oh here we fucking go we gotta do these radio goddamn radio towers again and then you climb up the radio tower and you like uh you flip it over he's like cool thanks man don't worry i don't think i'll be making you do this throughout the whole game like he basically just like does a like they subtweeted themselves because everyone was like Everyone was bashing them for four, like how you said, like how his carbon copy and all those radio tower things bullshit. And then so they made, basically threw it as a little gag joke at the beginning of five, which I thought was so funny. But um, without further ado, let's jump into five. I'll let you uh, I'll let you take the reins here. OK, I'll oh, yeah, I'll start off because hella passionate about five. Um, I, I definitely think five is the best game of the series by an infinite long shot. And I love three. Don't get me wrong, but. I, I loved five. So five is set in suburban or not suburban. Wow. Um, like rural Montana. So like the forests of Montana and it follows a religious cult that is t- called Eden's gate 
that has essentially taken over this rural area of Montana. A fun fact that this game really addresses is apparently Montana in the U.S. has the highest number of like bu doomsday bunkers per capita versus anywhere else in the United States of America, uh, which basically this is a doomsday religious cult saying that the end of the world is coming and they've kind of taken over like, like a militant religious cult that's sort of taken over this area. So as with the other two games, you start as a, a deputy detective or sorry, a deputy sheriff in this small town. And basically your world kind of gets turned upside down where the villain or the head of this religious cult named Joseph Seed and his two brothers and his sister uh, all take over and kidnap all of these sheriffs and they take you guys away. So you break out and you go around just one by one slaughtering um, these, these brothers and sisters of the faith uh, of, of Eden's gate, which it's, it's super cool. I love the whole doomsday feel. I'm really, obviously, as we can tell, we're at episode four, I'm really into kind of the dark and twisted. So a doomsday religious cult that's, you know, taking over this small area of Montana, sign me up. Like that is just everything that I, I love. And it's, <laughs> yeah. It's, it's, it's me to a T exactly. Like it's just, it's, it's so me. So, I mean, going around and it's creepy. It's like they, they, they amp up the religion to a point where it's like creepy. Like they're crucifying people. They're like, doing all this weird stuff with like Bibles and like mind control and like all of this insane stuff. So the game is basically going around and there's three different regions where each of the brothers and sisters sort of takes control of. And my understanding is you, if I remember, I haven't played it since it came out, but you just kind of go around fucking shit up until they get pissed off enough to come after you. Um, I think, right? Yeah. Like, uh, you do like missions still like it's not like you just go and destroy things but like, kind of like, yeah. no it's the same thing kind of like as three and four where like there's like uh there's camps where you have to go liberate and basically type of thing and that like slowly like there's like a bar basically where like the bar once the bar's yeah that's full, what i thought like, you're basically, basically shit up to yeah. the point where they get yeah. furious and they come after yeah. you yeah basically yeah i believe so yeah it's been so minute. i mean it's it is an incredible, incredible, creepy, weird game. And like, I'm just going to jump to the ending because it's something that I really want to talk about because I, I loved how it ended. Um, as you can tell from the, the first two games we talked about, Far Cry sort of has really like fucked up endings where, where it's not really what you're expecting. So this you basically kill all of Joseph Seed's brothers and sisters and you finally get to Joseph Seed and... You're basically you find out that at the end of the game, he was right. He was predicting the end of the world. It was a doomsday cult. The end of the world comes <laughs> and Joseph Seed out of everybody saves you and you and Joseph Seed are locked in one of these doomsday bunkers for like 25 years until the radiation dies down or something like that. Mm -hmm. uh, and it's, it's just like you, you, you always think, oh, doomsday cult, this person's crazy, this person's crazy, oh, this person's saying the world's gonna end, oh, ha, 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 ha. So the fact that this nuts, crazy guy actually was right about the end of the world and this whole time you're going against him when actually he was right is so cool. And for anybody that hasn't played five, Google what Joseph Seed looks like. He's head to toe covered in religious tattoos, 
like he looks like Jared Leto, sort of. You yeah. know what I mean? Like yeah. he kind of has and that Jared actual, Leto. Vibe. And the cool thing, yeah. And the cool thing was like he actually is like created after like an actual person's like body. Like they, this, we got to the point where it's 2018, so most games have the actual like actors like body and like face in the game, and that's his actual like face and body. Oh, I didn't know so that. Looks, that's really interesting. Oh yeah, he looks exactly like him. It's crazy. Uh, and actually, yeah, so did that in every single game, I believe. No, except for Far Cry 4, but Far Cry 3, Voss is actually a real person. Like, he looks exactly like Voss, which is cool. So, super, super cool. And yeah, I, I love the fact that you 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 basically bring down this entire religious cult only to find out that they were right and the world ends and you're stuck in this like small doomsday bunker with Joseph Seed. And once you play Far Cry New Dawn, which hopefully we'll have some time to chat about after this, uh, you realize that he ends up breaking you and you become a religious zealot as well. So uh, the game is incredible. The landscapes are incredible. Um, you know, rural Montana in the mountains, in the forest, you can't really go wrong with that hunting religious cults. Um, one thing I really want to shout out that uh, I don't know if you know this, Colin, but have you heard, um, have you like, did you listen to how like just screwed up that radio was? Like with it, they actually made, I found out they actually made an entire album of these creepy religious songs just for the game. I didn't know that, but that's crazy. Yeah. So, so Far Cry released like this, this album on iTunes and like I, I was doing some like reading into this and it's by this guy named Dan Romer, who, who was the kind of composer for far cry where basically he did that and then he also made like so he made like obviously the instrumental music but he also made like an album of, i think like 13 or 14 songs and mm. it's these creepy insane like but also kind of soothing and like it, it, in a bit of a way i have to say kind of catchy like religious songs um and they play throughout the game uh that you can hear them on the radio and, and all that kind of stuff so just them going the extra mile with the music like i can't really even think of another game that created like literally 13 unique songs with with singing with with vocals and lyrics for a game on top of the instrumental score that they've also created mm -hmm. uh, so yeah maybe, super, maybe super GTA, cool. but that's about it like i can't think of money more mm -hmm. so uh, it's Again, Far Cry Five. Like I said, three is a classic, but five for me was just the most, the most impressive. So, I kind of went off. I kind of went off there, Colin. Anything that you want to add about number five? <laughs> yeah, uh, it just like like kind of how you like. I'll just piggyback on you. Like they just like the world itself is so like uh, interesting because most of the people that are like a part of like the the seed family and like part of this cult like they're all like basically like high on bliss and like they're kind of fucked up and they have no idea what they're doing really like and like you go to like certain places and you blow up like manure like or like bliss like uh factories like because they're like mass producing this like drug to basically keep you like fucked yes, up eventually bliss. eventually eats eats out your mind and you die because you become this like you're just like lost in the bliss which is like this like weird that's world another song like, yeah that's another yeah, song this is you lost called, the oh bliss. the bliss yeah. So like you're basically in this world where like you're just like so like high. You're in like this basically this like it like makes the world around you like all like it's like kind of almost like a um what's what would be that what would be like a psychedelic because your bot like everything around you becomes like all like white and fluffy and like um yeah totally like, like magic mushrooms probably. but like a mist version of it essentially. Yeah. 
so like and your character gets stuck in it a few times as you like go through uh trial and error so like kill um that's actually how you kill faith is in a yeah, like a bliss like in the world feud or whatever yeah and then um uh the beginning of the game is just so empowering i think to start the game because you get you're on like the helicopter basically they're just telling you how like this this like like how you said this rural area of like montana is just run by this like insane family of like people that have these call and like you every time we get like a call like to like try and help them we can't because like once you go in like they just attack the the helicopter like the car or whatever so you have to like basically never go in so they basically go and get united state marshal services and like the county sheriff department to like go go in so the deputy marshal um sheriff earl whitehorse who who uh is in like the game throughout the game uh the deputy joey hudson and stacy pratt and the player character it's unnamed but your junior deputy and uh yeah it's so empowering because you start the game where like you're you're flying in you see like the events of the eden's gates church to detain joseph seed with a federal arrest warrant on charges of kidnapping with the intent to harm obviously because he's killed a bunch of people too and like wrote center in their back with like with actual knives and all this stuff to like make them carve carves it into like people's backs and shit it's crazy and anyways you go in this compound and you're walking towards like the doors and like every single person around us is opening a path to let you go towards the doors but like as you go tour if you turn around and look they start closing it so like it's like they open up around you and they close behind you so you can't like turn back you have to go into the camp it's it's so creepy and like they're all like blissed out or like they're all like culty so like they're all like just pr- singing prayers and chants to you and like all these like, and those songs that were written like yeah. just incredible so you go into the church and that's when joseph offers no resistance he's like claims that god will not allow him to be taken and he's escorted away and cult met so as you go into the helicopter with joseph's seed like now like handcuffed as you start to fly off cult members attack the, the task force and it's and then jumps on the helicopter and like stuff like that and the one jumps on the helicopter and like jumps into the propellers like just killing himself but it like explodes the plane and like the plane spins out of control at the end and like hits and then you're like turned upside down and you see like people getting dragged out and joseph like dragging you out and all this stuff it's it's just insane then you have to escape the camp with the help of dutch who explains the cult has interpreted the attempt to arrest joseph and fulfillment of his prophecies and all this stuff and it's just the world itself is like a lot of people didn't like this game because they felt like it was even more of a ripoff from three and four. It was like the same concept, but I mean, I don't care the same concept. I think you can create a new story with the same type of mechanics and everything. It still is a great game just because the story is such so immersive. Like everything totally, and, and I think that this is. I, I think that this one is broke away from the sort of um, what's the word I'm looking for? This one sort of broke away from the mold that we saw three and four in. I think five has been. um like five is sort of unique and again like a different sort of playthrough it's similar in a lot a lot of ways combat style everything's very similar but just how the story progresses very different than three and four no 100 i uh i agree i liked five a lot i think five was my second favorite behind three i I still like four but it wasn't it wasn't it wasn't as good as five mm -hmm. And th- and then and then so they released this incredible five, which I played the hell out of. And then a, about what, like maybe it's honestly like a year, like six months to a year later. Kind of like we get a nice primal. Yeah, kind of like primal is like we get a nice short. little treat though. Yeah, we get a nice little treat, and it's this game called Far Cry New Dawn, 
which I was sort of like, what the hell is this? Um, it, it came out a year later, so it's not, it, it, it's one of the, it's not a full game. I'll say that. I don't, I don't classify it as a, like, it, it is a full game, but it's almost like a mini game. Like, I don't even think it was full price. I think it came out at like $49.99 yeah, versus yeah, like $80. Yeah. Yep. Um, and it's, it turns out it, it's its own little kind of miniature game that's set after the Joseph Seed nuke sort of whole situation in Far Cry 5. So it's almost like a, a spinoff of 5 where you're playing as some random person in like the end times. So basically the bunkers reopen 25 years later and you're playing in this post-apocalyptic Montana. And it's, it's I'm going to jump right in there. It's beautiful. The visuals in New Dawn are beautiful where you see like these roads taken over by these vibrant flowers you see this like everything is so bright pink bright purple like bright colors everywhere you look um but it's still super dark and twisted which again checks so many boxes for me yeah no it's 100 a really good game and like again the plot plays into it like five really well because it takes place um like you said in hope county and the rest of the world is devastated by the nuclear war, but the survivors that have taken shelter underground begin to emerge and rebuild society in 2035. So the survivors of Hope County uh, found the settlement of prosperity, but are soon attacked by the highwaymen, just desperate for help. Uh, Caramine Rye, the daughter of uh, Nick and Kim Rye, who were in Far Cry 5 when you helped them in a certain part of the game, like the guy that had like the planes and stuff, yeah, Nick Rye. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah, yeah. So Car Carmen, uh, Carmen, or whatever, she basically on the like reaches out for help from Thomas Rush, who you are part of with, like the leader of a group established communities across America. You're with uh, Rush, and then you go and basically am ambushed by the highwaymen and confronted by Mickey and Louie, who are the the bad guys, and they have the two and sisters, and the sisters are uh, forced like re to recruit from Rush, but he refuses, and then the captain is pushed into a nearby river and killed, I believe. And then you get pushed in as well, but then you get pulled yeah. from Carmen, basically. So it's a cool, it's a cool like how they they kind of like pieced it together from five in a way, bringing the Rye family in. And yeah, absolutely. And and you actually find the deputy sheriff you're playing as, and like she, like she, I played his girl. Uh, she's just been broken. Um, like Joseph Seed spending twenty five years in that bunker with her. Like you, you think, oh, like you know, this junior sheriff, you've been playing as her for this whole game. She's gonna, you know, have no problems with Joseph Seed, but he brainwashes her. And now she's just this like, you know, like religious zealot zombie sort of thing. So I think that, again, I think, I think new Dawn was fantastic. I mean, it wasn't as good as five, obviously, because five was sort of its own standalone full game. Whereas new Dawn was, I would, I would argue you could have classified new Dawn as a DLC in a way. It was a little longer than a normal DLC, but it, it could have been a DLC to five. I agree. Yeah, 100%. Uh, but yeah, New Dawn, great, great, great. Um, I don't really, it, it's so short that I don't really have much to say. It's just, it's those two sisters that run the highwaymen. And then you just, again, typical, you just kill them in the end. It yeah. wasn't nearly as satisfying as the other games, again, because I think that you don't have the, uh, game time to sort of develop that those relationships and develop those feelings that you would in in a full Far Cry game. But yeah, I think that that that's pretty much kind of all I have to say about the series. Anything else for you? 
Yeah, no, I it's uh it's a nice little memory down like you know, nice little trip down memory lane in a sense. Like I really uh really miss these games. I'm excited for six since it's coming out this year. So probably I, like, I had I was probably September, not- like October. I imagine that's what I was gonna say. While you were while you were kind of chatting earlier, I Googled it and it was supposed to come out in February. But obviously See, I due to COVID that. and so much working from home and COVID and everything like that, it doesn't actually, I, I, at least what I saw in there, it doesn't actually have a, a official like lockdown launch date yet. Hmm. But it's going to be honestly, great. Honestly, if it came out in February, I probably would stream it. I would be so like dialed. Oh man, buddy. Like I, I again, uh, so shameless plug here, but I'm just going to say it. Our Twitch is up and running um speaking of speaking of playing the hell out of it uh right now i just downloaded the tomb raider trilogy which i've never played through before so i'm going to be streaming that on twitch starting essentially immediately so even if i get those big zero viewers i'm still going to just kind of keep going through so if you want to hang out if you want to just hop in or, or see any of the stuff that we've been working on check out our twitch um, we have a link tree bio in our Instagram and in our Twitter that links you to our Twitch account as well. Perfect. Love it. I know shame, absolute shameless plug, but have to do it. <laughs> oh yeah. And you know what? Honestly, I'm sure you'll get some, oh, we'll get some viewers on there, obviously, especially when you yeah. start playing like, like newer games, like people jump in, you have a face cam too. It'd be perfect. Everyone will be like, Oh, who, can, who's this I, guy? I, I can probably set one up so you guys can see my ugly face. Um, I just bought a capture card. So I'm pumped. I I'll be able to show my face. So my, ugly yeah, get, get in, start twitching our thing, man. Like it's going to be sweet. Oh yeah. Oh, yeah the, we will. So let's jump into the ratings. We're almost at the hour mark. So we want to get you guys out of here without listening to us for much longer. So, mm-hmm. I'll jump right in. Um, I started with characters. So one of the big things that I had said about characters in general with Far Cry was I love the villains. I think the villains are perfect. But my biggest problem is the rest of the characters, the main character, a lot of these side characters, the leaders of these resistance groups, the leaders of all this kind of stuff, they don't really fire me up. Uh, The villains alone amazing so i'm giving it a 3.5 based almost entirely on the main villains of the games mm-hmm. that's fair what do you got colin uh myself for my characters i have four uh again you said you had 3.5 yeah so i i pushed it up a little bit more i got four that's just because again like how you said like the 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 villains themselves are so developed and like as the game goes on you see so much like character development and like how like insane they get and like but that that being said five didn't have a character really for you to like really understand or learn from and have layers to it but i thought in four and three with the actual voice actor for aj and uh jason brody i thought there was layers to their character jason starts like as you said we kind of talked about at the beginning of the show like how they're kind of like a little bit like pussies and like a little like timid towards like situations and they end up being like just reckless like killers at the end and then did like with no like but they'll they'll kill the smile on their face of a thing like they just go and like kind of insane about it so i thought that mm-hmm. was cool how like they could just turn the characters into those type of like people um and that being said like you find like there's some really cool like interesting little characters just like in the background like herc i really enjoyed still uh the huntley was a really good ci agent that he's been a recurring character in a few games so 
he was cool i think there was like certain like aspects to it like that which i really enjoyed he was in five actually if you remember on the top of a mountain so you actually got to see him a little for a short time at least in five but mm-hmm. yeah i like the villains i like the side characters i thought overall for myself i thought i thought it was a four at least hey that's okay yeah um moving into the background next i gave the background to far cry a four uh, I didn't go for a full five because to be honest, at certain points, I found it really repetitive. Mm-hmm. Um, like it, the mm-hmm. background was enough original. Like it was very, it was, it was very interesting, but I, I felt that like even in five, which I thought was an incredible game. It's just like, okay, it's still just the same thick forest. No matter where I go in this massive map, it still pretty much looks the exact same with like kind of little things in between. I, that's kind of why I only gave it a four is, is I felt that near the end of the game, I was just getting repetitive. I was like, Oh, more woods. Oh, more like streams. Oh, more this. Like, so I, I couldn't give it a full five for background. Yep. I also gave it a four kind of what you said. Again, I'll just piggyback on it. Like graphic wise, like it was, it was, it got better as the games obviously got like more advanced. Cause the year got a little, like as the years go on, obviously like the game gets a little better graphic wise. Uh, the world that created itself such an open it's an open world concept but like you said it does get repetitive i do like little like snippets of like things they have where you'd go like to certain parts of the map and, like if you're looking for like if you're going for achievements or like trophies which i was in these games because i really enjoyed them you find like like people that are dead like like caught in like a cave or like down like they fell down a, a waterfall and like you find like they're like a book on like like their like journal or something like that which was really cool like reading like journal entries and seeing like what people what people did to get to this point in the game and how they like um sadly like perished and all this stuff so i thought there was cool like little like uh snake bits and like that for the world that was created um mm-hmm. i think there was po- i think yeah the map did look a little like uh repetitive and like how there's a lot of foresty but i thought there was cool things you could do in the game like there in four there's like a flying machine you could fly around in uh three with a wingsuit i'm pretty sure the wingsuit was in five again too i think there's just like cool things like that and i think in five was cool because there was mountains and stuff like that you could climb and like it was up in snow and all this stuff so there was like little like um i enjoyed just like like exploring the map but i gave it a four as well no, yeah, I mean, we're, we're kind of aligned on that. So next one I'm going to jump into is music. So music actually has been one of the shining lights in the Far Cry series to me. So I, I talked about two specific instances that I, I really enjoyed. Number one was the Skrillex and Damian Marley song uh, that just fit the situation perfectly. And it fired me up in number three. And then just how Dan Romer in number five created an entire album with actually like fairly catchy songs for like, you know, quote unquote, Jesus songs um, that he kind of made wrote Mm -hmm. and recorded with different artists singing the songs as on top of a, like an instrumental score. I think that that deserves a five because I think that that's incredible. Mm Mm-hmm. Uh, yeah, same, nothing much really to, uh, say besides what you said. Like I just thought like certain missions, they had like certain music for it that I really enjoyed and like they brought into it. So they had fun with it obviously. And it, uh, I think it paid, paid, uh, very well for them in the long run, but yeah, let's move on to replayability. What do you got? I got two. Um, I, I don't know. Like, yeah, it's, it's not, it's not super replayable. I didn't, I gave, I gave um, Cyberpunk a one because I would never, but like 
this is the type of game where like, you know, I haven't played Far Cry 5 since it launched. Would I play it right now? Maybe. Like I, I would replay it sometime in the future, which is why I'm only giving it a two, but it's definitely not a game that I'm itching to replay by any means. Because like I said, similar to why I gave it a four, I feel like near the end of the game, it does start feeling very repetitive. Mm-hmm. That's fine. Yeah, I totally see uh, your point. I personally gave it a 3.5. Uh, that's just because I have, this is one game I actually replayed before. So I replayed three. Um, I did go back and play a bit of four, uh, which does suck. Cause I grinded out some multiplayer on that game and it sucked. So it was a game where I went and like, uh, I know the Far Cry series and whole, we didn't really touch on primal. I, for a brief moment we did, but I did go back and play that game, which I hated, but I, I hated myself playing it, but I, I did go back and play it to finish the game so i would put that in replayability because if i really hated the game i wouldn't, you wouldn't have and touched it yeah so i, I gave so, myself a 3.5 i was gonna say i think this is potentially the first time uh that you've given a game a higher replayability than i have yeah honestly i have not the, high, this is the highest i ever gave a replayability like i think my highest replayability was bioshock at three and i was i was putting yeah. a three there so i think that i think that that's i think that that's important to point out uh, and then last but not least is the story. I gave the story a four. Uh, I think that there was definite lulls in the story and definite um, parts of the story that I wasn't super invested in on sort of every game, but all like all like all together, it's a standalone. It's a good story, but it's not a great story. Yeah, um, I see your point for sure with the with the lulls and how like again like carbon copies like they kind of like copy the stories a bit i gave a five um again i'm very biased towards this game kind of like how you were with bioshock a bit where i just like i it was just such a nostalgia for me i just love like yeah. the game itself and uh three was such a like uh factor for me when i played it the first time through so three store three stories of five I think five stories of five. I think four's story is probably where I dropped to like a four or a four point five. And then primal, let's just not even talk about it. Uh, so <laughs> I would, I don't know. I just think it just like even New Dawn, like it had like such a like the way they had it, like kind of just piggybacking off of like characters. Man, I love saying piggyback, man. I think I've said like five times in this episode, but uh, <laughs> like just like I like how like just the characters themselves like created this like in the background created this world that. Like you can actually see happening in real life, like just how insane people actually can be, and uh, I think it just the only difference and... is those main characters would most likely be shot dead within five minutes. <laughs> yeah, 100%. If, if you're smart, yes. Uh, but um, that's why I think it's just a five for me, because like just like the utopia of this world and how like the potential it is, like that could happen. Like on a, like for three, it could happen on an island. That's probably happening in like Madagascar or something. We don't know. Oh yeah, absolutely. Yeah. I, I I completely agree with that. So, not maybe not Madagascar, but like an island like that, like that could be happening. You hear so. dictators and stuff all the freaking time, and you hear mm-hmm. about these like crazy religious cults, like militant religious cults. You hear about that shit all the time. So yeah, like yes, I, I completely agree. I totally get where you're where you're coming from on there. So yeah, that's why I gave it a five. So what was your total like overall rating? So my total overall rating of the Far Cry series based three to New Dawn, I'm looking at a 7.4 out of 10. Mm, mm, that's not bad. Yeah, no, it's absolutely decent. It's a game that I would mm. absolutely recommend people play. A lot better than uh, Cyberpunk. 
<laughs> yeah, four point four point eight or something. I gave that. What I give yeah. that? Four point eight. Yeah, so significantly better. Um, myself, I think it was my highest game to date. It was eight point six, just yeah. two points higher than Bioshock, but still very much higher than uh, Cyberpunk. You know what's funny? Um, talking about Cyberpunk, I saw recently online. Did you see the how Cyberpunk someone did like a a they changed the texture pack and now they gave it like a. Borderlands. Borderlands, yeah, it looks so sick. It actually, it, it, it makes more sense if it had a Borderlands like texture. To be honest, totally because I mean they can't handle the graphics. The other thing yeah. I read is they released a massive update that was supposed to patch a ton of um, issues, but they actually introduced a new game-breaking bug. What was it? Do you know? It's something to do with talking to Takamara or something like that. And it actually, like, if you walk away, when you're talking to him on the phone, you have to stay in a certain area now. And if you don't stay in a certain area, it breaks the game. Even if you reload no the game from a previous save, it's still broken. It literally is a... Co- so, freaking CD Projekt Red, who is just rocking the failures lately, had to release a step-by-step of how to proceed at that exact moment to not break your game man we're so fortunate that we didn't have to run and run into anything like that like oh my i couldn't imagine it just like it just makes me laugh because uh yesterday or before i went um i think it was last week i looked at my like achievements because i my game went like idle for a second so it went like away and you know it pops up like achievements on my screen they showed like i like the the day i like finished the game the story campaign of cyberpunk was like 30 days ago already i'm like what i'm like that's how long ago since i've touched that game and i have it still downloaded i haven't uninstalled it yet i was thinking about clicking on it the other day i'm like no definitely not going i uninstalled it i uninstalled it yesterday believe it or not uh when i downloaded mm-hmm. the tomb raider games i had to make some room and it's 110 gigs on my hard drive and i was like yeah Ooh. this is not worth 110 gigs no. peace out yeah see you later maybe one day but probably not yeah maybe I might replay it if it finally gets fixed. I would consider mm-hmm. it, but like, I mean, I don't even think I would. But yeah, so that's uh, episode four in a nutshell. We finished kind of chatting about the Far Cry series. Uh, yeah, other than that, as as always, please follow us on our Instagram at Gameaholic Podcast. Follow us on Twitter at Gameaholic Pod. And we have a new Twitch that's going to start coming out probably this week. So again, click in our link, link trees in either the Twitter or Instagram bios and check out our Twitch page. Uh, thanks for listening. Peace, guys.